Handbook for Humanity is a production of the DeZormo Foundation, a nonprofit whose goal is to support the dignity of life, born and unborn. If you would like to support Handbook for Humanity and our mission to share truthful conversation about the body, spirit, sexuality, and being a better human today, visit DeZormoFoundation.org. That's D-E-S-O-R-M-E-A-U-X Foundation.org. To donate, look under Funds column and choose Theology of the Body. Thank you for your prayers and support. Have you ever listened to a podcast that gave you a bunch of good information, but then went on to another topic in, an, in the next episode? Well, we're not going to do that to you. Welcome back to the Handbook for Humanity. I'm Adele Gio, and I'm here with my producer, Tom Viator. Kobe and Becky are working on other projects. In our last episode, we introduced you to Pope St. John Paul's Theology of the Body while sharing the same message with parents of St. Edmund Catholic Church's CCD students. Today, we are going to give our listeners and the parents attending this meeting some suggestions on how and when to share this life-changing, truthful information, which many call the TOB, or Theology of the Body. And where can I go to learn more about the theology of the body? In this episode, we're going to talk about how to deliver this information to your children. There's, you know, kind of the right way and the wrong way kind of thing. So um, uh, a priest told me as I was discussing, you know, putting together this, this how-to sort of, you know, don't they have like... YouTube things, like you go there and you have like videos, step one, do this, okay. It's kind of like this, except I'm, I'm so old-fashioned, I don't know about how to do YouTube. We could probably do it on YouTube, huh? Yeah, one day. Okay, okay. Depending on their age, this is what the priest told me, they will most likely resist you trying to talk to them. Do it any way. You know better than them, okay? So, I am not a therapist, as you can well tell. Okay, the following comments that I'm going to make come from the Pontifical Council on the Family, the Truth and Meaning of Human Sexuality, Guidelines for Education Within the Family. There is a link to it on our website, thedesormofoundation.org. That's desormo, D-E-S-O-R-M-E-A-U-X, foundation.org. Go take a look. Okay, the truth and meaning of human sexuality. All right, so that's where my quotes are going to be coming from. Okay, first of all, um, you have a duty to teach your children. It's not optional. Um, we're going to work with you on this through the school, uh, the program, CCD, the church, the priest. We're all in this together, y'all. We want to help the kids. We want to help y'all help your kids. Your number one job is to see to it that your children have a well-formed conscience. That's your number one job. If they have a well-formed conscience, the rest will fall into line, right? So you gotta start early. So if you haven't started early forming their conscience, uh, you gotta do some catching up. I'm, I'm not really sure, I don't, they didn't tell me how to do that <laughs> in the book, okay? So I'm assuming that you, because you care, you have begun teaching your children right and wrong, okay? So what I'm about to say, these, are, these following things are general principles on how to 
uh, interact with your child on these matters. Okay, first of all, you must know the truth yourself, and we just made a pretty good start. You must pray for guidance. You must uh, set a good example. This is new. You should give information gradually over time. Now, if we're in a disaster area and your child is, you know, I don't know, 15, 16, you might have to not be so gradual. You might have to, you know, load them up, you know, for a while there, you know, and then maybe over time continue the discussion, okay? Um, it's not the, the talk, like, son, come here, I gotta tell you something, you know, oh God, okay, whatever, dad. Okay, it's not the one time, oh good, it's over, okay, no. It's ongoing, ongoing conversation with the child, okay? Um, moms with girls, generally speaking, dads with boys, uh, age appropriate according to their stage of development, and you might have, you know, a teenager, you might have a eight-year-old, you might have a two-year-old, I don't know. Okay, this is, and this is tough for me, okay? Because <laughs> I'm a teacher, you know teachers. It says, dialogue, not lecture. Okay, I, I remember what I did. It wasn't necessarily about you know, human sexuality, but I remember one, one, one kid that, she's probably about 15, I said, I have this kitchen timer, I'm gonna set it for 20 minutes, okay? I have a $20 bill right here, and I will give you that $20 bill if you will sit there and you don't say one word, you just listen to me, right? Let's go, click, okay. <laughs> Uh, I hadn't read this book. It's supposed to be a dialogue, like, hey, honey, what do you think, you know? No, um, da, 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 da. I got it out. Okay, ask them questions. Ask them questions. Hey, honey, I heard such and such. What do you think about that? And it doesn't have to be this, you know, heavy stuff. Just stuff, you know, just generally. And, you know, you're kind of going, guiding them, leading them to, well, you know, well, well, then what about this? You know, you know you're leading them on. Uh, and then you listen very carefully to their responses because what they tell you back may be what they picked up on the internet or on the school bus or at that sleepover or from the cheerleader camp or wherever they go, okay? And then you listen and you go, oh, is that what you think, right? So now, we, now you kind of know what, where you need to do your work, okay? So. Um, they recommend that what you do is you open scripture. You can use some of those foundational uh, verses that I just gave you, okay, as, as some of those. And you also use Catechism of the Catholic Church, all right? And you find the topic that you want to refer to, and you have the child read it aloud to you, assuming they're old enough to read. Okay, and then you ask him or her what they think God is saying, because that's the word of God, right? Sweetheart, what do you think God is saying? Okay, and then you hear what they say, and then you clarify or correct if they're off the wall on some of these things. You, oh, you think so? Wait, read that again? You think that's what he's saying? I don't know. You think maybe he's saying you know, something else, right? Eh, maybe so. Okay, and then, you, and then you know how to reinforce that later on. It's your child, you know how to do this, okay. It warns us to avoid ideologies. They are opinions filled with lies oftentimes, such as, here's an ideology, pro-choice. 
okay, regarding abortion. Oh, a woman has to decide what's best for her. No, she doesn't. She has to decide what's best for the child, right? We know that. Okay, uh, here's another ideology. It's pretty popular right now. Fear of overpopulation, we're killing the planet, right? No, that's when you refer them back to um, that first uh, letter C, Genesis chapter 1, verse 25 or so. Uh, be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth. He didn't say, you know, cut it off at this many, or, you know, we might not have enough food, we have to eat bugs, whatever, you know. No, <laughs> we don't have, a, that's an ideology, and we don't, we have to take them off of that and say, no, that's somebody's idea or theory or whatever, it's not correct, okay? Relativism, here's your big one. Your truth is not my truth. That might be true for you, but it's not true for me. It's called relativism, and you know what I'm talking about, okay? And so there's only one truth. I am the way, the truth, and the life, says the Lord. Okay, so we have to get our kids off of that bandwagon where they say, well, you know, my friend is thinking this, and they say, well, uh, it might be true for you, but it's not true for me, meh, 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 meh. Okay, no, there's only one truth. And make sure your child knows knows that there's only one truth, okay? And this is on our website, desarmofoundation.org. Scroll way down, and you're gonna see truth in, what is it, truth and meaning of human sexuality. Okay, these are seven ways. Doc, uh, Dr. Popcheck, you've heard of him. Yes, he's got a radio program. He's also authored a lot of books. One or two of those are on the table over there, Beyond the Birds and the Bees. You might wanna look at that one. Um, so here's some basic, um, helpful, just general hints. Would you mind reading those off? They're not on your paper, they're on the thing. Can you see and keep the microphone close to you? Realize what your child needs to know and when. Elicit your child's thoughts, attitudes, and feelings. Speak the truth. Present a positive Christian attitude toward sex. Expect to talk with your own struggles when and to the degree it's appropriate. Control your temper and the temptation to lecture. Teach your child what the gift of the body is for. Okay. So those are some general guidelines for you, okay? Um, I'm going to be talking in a second about age appropriateness and, and those different age categories, okay? The learning stages that are presented in this uh, Pontifical Council for the Family guidelines uh, roughly speaking, there are three stages of development of the children. Innocence, which is, you know, basically zero to about 10. Um, puberty, 10 to 13. And adolescence, 13 to 18, roughly. Okay. Um, the stage of innocence, uh, the best instruction you can uh, give is when the mother or a close relative or some a neighbor friend or something is expecting a baby. And then you can point out and say that God wants this new life if they ask you a question, you know, uh, or you just bring it up, you know, and uh, that he wants the baby and loves it so much that he put it next to the heart of the mother. Isn't that nice, okay? And then, of course, Psalm 139, 
I am fearfully, wonderfully made. You know when I sit and I stand, so forth. That would be something that you could read and read with the child and help them to understand the beauty of this new life, okay? Knitted together in the womb of the mother. Mom should help girls to understand the model of motherhood from the Blessed Virgin Mary. Refer to her often with your girls. Dads should show and tell boys that masculinity is a divine gift. It's not superior to a woman, but the man is called to take on certain roles and responsibilities. Lead us not into temptation, deliver us from evil, uh, give us this day our daily bread. This is why men, you know, are the providers and the protectors. We image God the Father, men, not we, you, okay? And um, you have these, these are the male characteristics, okay? And so your sons need to learn that as well. Okay, um, you need to give carefully limited, these are the, the stage of innocence, these are the little young people, okay, children. Uh, give carefully limited sexual information to correct, that's why we have to ask questions, what do you think? To correct immoral or erroneous information gotten from mass media, TV, movies, whatever, okay, and from peers. Oh. Johnny said, blah, blah, blah. Really? Well, let's think about that. Let's talk about that. And there are some, uh, we're going to get to that in just a minute. Um, we know about pornography. That might, they might stumble upon that. By the way, the school bus is ripe for that. School bus, older kids. Hey, kid, come see this. Yep, it's going on. I guarantee it. All right. Interesting, paragraph 86, y'all listen to this. My kids didn't fall into this one. <laughs> Kidding, I don't know. Paragraph 86 cautions us about a spoiled child, okay? It says that child, spoiled, will have difficulty if allowed to develop selfish habits and does not have proper respect for others. I thought that was interesting, okay? I taught school a long time. There were some spoiled kids in those, some of my classes, yeah. You could tell who they were, <laughs> okay. Anyway, okay, moving on to the next age category, puberty 10 to 13, yes? Can you show me the, um, the next picture? I think it's 17. Okay, these are some questions that might come up. These are some questions that might come up uh, to you a kid stumbles upon some kind of pornography of some sort, and they're innocent, and they're young, okay? And they say, what are those people doing? Ah, uh, okay. Well, a, a decent answer could be to divert that off or to respond and don't say, don't talk about that. Um, videos some, sometimes show inappropriate and even sinful uh, pictures. Being naked is not bad. Taking videos of naked people is not okay. Turn the page, move on. Okay, honey, oh, look at that over there. Let's go buy something, whatever, I don't know. <laughs> okay, premarital sex, uh, same thing here. How can she have a baby if she's not married? Okay, uh, pregnancy can happen, and you, you see there uh, the given explanation. This is on our website. Y'all can go there and go check this out. Uh, masturbation, on TV they say it's okay, it's actually healthy. Oh, yeah, great, okay. So, no, not everything they say on TV is correct and true. Yeah, 
That's an understatement. Okay, family differences. Why does he have two dads, right? Okay, God loves all people, so forth and so on. Um, and there's, there's your answer right there. Um, so please check out our, our website. We have resources, all kinds of links for all kinds of topics. There's a, a page on the end of that table over there that has a bunch of the topics that you can just click, you can go and see what kind of topics, and then you go on our website and you see these are all Catholic, we've checked them out, they're good, they're, they're not gonna bring in some you know, weird, you know, something or other. Okay, so that's just a sample of how you might treat you know, some questions like that. Okay, um, remember we're, we're forming the conscience correctly, um, and we don't want our kids to be uh, confused, okay? So we tell them that human weakness has created theories, like overpopulation and stuff like that, okay? Has created theories that inspire permissive behavior. Theories. Somebody's cooking up this stuff, okay? Theories that inspire, because of human weakness, we're all fallen. Everybody, and the guys who are cooking up some of this stuff, they're falling too, okay? All right, human weakness has created theories that inspire permissive behavior, and we are to remind our children that sex is a great gift from God who placed the ability to generate new human life within a man and a woman's body. It's a great gift. It's a privilege, okay? Um, paragraph 97, boys and girls at puberty are particularly vulnerable to emotional influences. If you have one that age, you know, I don't have to tell you anything about that. They're emotional, right? And they're very emotional and very much influenceable by their peers and what their peers think of them, say about them, whether they like them or they don't like them, or they, you know, whatever, all that stuff that goes down. So we have to uh, make sure that we check the, their media. This is what the office of the AG said. You have to get into their media. You will not be a popular person doing this. Their life may depend on it. It's bad. And there are ways to monitor, to filter, to time limit in all kinds of things. You must be involved or your child is driving off of the Atchafalaya Basin with no lights, no guardrails, okay? It, it really is that dangerous. Now, either you raise your children or the internet will raise their children. And they, it's well on its way, okay? Teach modesty when it comes to trends. These are, we're still on puberty, y'all. Teach modesty when it comes to trends in dress um, and teach autonomy. You are not like everybody else, therefore you don't have to wear that, okay? So we have to define chastity for them. We're still talking about puberty, okay? Um, define chastity in, in our little uh, sixth grade textbook, uh, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, it's middle school. Chastity is defined as the virtue that helps us use our bodies to express love and purity and truthfulness, okay? Uh, we need to teach them that concupiscence, which is our weakness, our fallen nature, uh, is caused by sin and that we have the means of grace to strengthen us. So when they fall, when we fall, we go to confession, we get grace back, okay? Uh, we teach them about the dignity of married love. We can discuss the, and it's recommended, we discuss the cycles of fertility with girls. Um, 
in an open and trusting dialogue. You're becoming a young woman. You're going to be a mother, maybe, perhaps one day. Uh, we paint the beauty of motherhood, um, and we guard against our own personal slants on contraception. I know I have to think about that myself. Okay, contraception has been one of those normalized things, and our attitudes, our mentality about that is easily conveyed across to our young girls, okay, our, our daughters. Um, mention, I, would, I don't know that I would have done this, but here they go. Mention the girl cycles to boys in the context of procreation in the family that God has designed it this way for the woman's body. Okay, so you might want to beef up on what that's all about yourself before you, you broach that with the boys uh, in case you get some more questions. Okay, um, remind boys about God's gift of men to cooperate with God in the transmission of the divine image to a new creation. Put it that way. Teach respect for women, females, uh, self-control and self-mastery. Adolescence. Focus should be on developing into adulthood and finding their a discernment of their individual vocation. Teach them the sublime value of marriage and also virginity and celibacy and begin to discern their vocation in case they feel perhaps called to a religious vocation. Just teach them to be open to God's voice, okay? A good example of marriage, that would be you and your spouse, very important for the children to see a good a good married relationship um, so that they know what a good marriage is and, and they're invited to uh, something good as this, okay? Um, this is very important. It must never be forgotten that the disordered use of sex tends progressively to destroy the person's capacity capacity to love. I'm going to read it again. It must never be forgotten that the disordered use of sex, plan B, right? Racking up how many sexual encounters when you're 12 years old. The disordered use of sex tends progressively to destroy the person's capacity to love by making pleasure instead of sincere self-giving the goal, thereby reducing others to objects of gratification. You know that's what's going on. And we're teaching the class right now love and responsibility. A, a human person made in the image of God is never to be used as an object. You can, you can use cattle and make hamburger meat. You can use trees and build houses or, you know, whatever you want to do. You cannot use a person because they're made in the image and likeness of God. The only response to a person is love. It takes different forms, different people, different ages, but that's the only acceptable response to another person. We cannot use them as objects. All right, the meaning of true love in that case of this disordered and continuous use of, uh, of sex uh, wrongly, the meaning of true love is weakened, and so is the concept of family. Avoid the mentality of urging girls the value of virginity while not urging boys 
Boys will be boys, you know. Wink, wink. No, it's got to be equal. Okay, yeah. All right. On the other hand, do not fall into the trap of giving your daughter birth control pills. Okay, teach them instead, as St. John Paul said, that only the person who is chaste is able to love truly. And we want our girls to be, and our boys, to, um, to experience true love. True love, not counterfeit love. Okay? Um, you want that for her. Uh, so you have to be intimately involved in, in their media use. Guess what's trending right now among girls, teen girls? They're all bisexual. ACDC, boy, girl, don't matter. That's trending, okay? That's where that Chafalaya Basin Bridge, you better turn on your lights. You better get the truth and knuckle it. Okay, get across. Okay, I just told you a few minutes ago about sextortion. They're particularly targeting young boys. Girls too, but they're after boys. Maybe they think they can get money. I don't know. Better. Um, your child has to have someone to turn to if they get caught in some nefarious uh, activity. Regarding, and I'm almost done, y'all, regarding the questions of homosexuality and transgenderism. Your children are going to have a talk tomorrow uh, by my colleague, our uh, podcast anchor, Colby Allen, who is uh, a graduate student at the Theology Body Institute, and he has uh, a vast amount of information. He's a young man, young married man, one child, two, two years old, something. He's got a, an MBA. He's been working you know, for companies, so he's in corporate and all that other kind of stuff. And, and he's got a passion for this, kind of like me, you know? We get out there. And so he's going to bring his talents, and he's going to speak. He's much younger than me. <laughs> he's going to speak to the young people uh, about these issues. But for you, as parents, seven points might be helpful. First of all, uh, it must be taught that only respect and kindness is appropriate. Okay, we don't target these people in any way, shape, or form. As I said, the only response to a person made in the image and likeness of God is love. So that, boom, that takes care of that. All right, you must clarify the tendency uh, towards or the attraction to and an act of homosexual activity. Being attracted is not the same as engaging in the act. So that has to be clarified for your child. Um, there is a beautiful uh, paragraph in um, the Catechism of the Catholic Church. I'm going to give you the number as soon as I see it. Here it is. 2357 refers to homosexuality. You would, might want to go if the, if the question comes up or if your kid's coming in and you know, they're worried about their friends or something, you go to that catechism and you say, read this to me. What do you think God is saying? That kind of stuff, as we had said earlier. Okay, um, and of course, I will make a suitable partner for him is your main go-to verse, yeah, in Genesis. Um, okay, uh, so we have a discussion with the child, we correct any misinformation, and then the question of transgenderism. Okay, you follow the same procedure, you use your, your texts. Um, especially Genesis 1:27, God created male and female in his image. Um, so you might say, do you think God can make a mistake? 
Have them read that verse. Okay, sweetheart. So he made male and female. He made them. Okay? Can God make a mistake? Or do you think perhaps God is wrong? Or maybe the trans person might be mistaken and need us to help them or pray for them or something like that. Do you think God makes mistakes? Is that possible? You know, you're a Catholic child, you whatever, right? Mama's been teaching you. Okay, so then the discussion comes up, and as you discuss, you see it's not just the lecture. As you discuss, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Then you hear what their attitude is and what kind of information they have, and then you can correct it. And they may come in with, like I said, a whole lot of misinformation that you gotta sort of deconstruct, go to the scriptures, get friends, and here's the other, and this is gonna be one of my final comments. Y'all need to form support groups of parents that are like-minded so that y'all can help each other. And when they say, we all wanna go to this party or everybody's you know, dressing like that, oh no, not everybody, let me call her. No, oh no, she's not. No, they went to, you know, whatever, they went to Baton Rouge and they got some, whatever, I don't know. Okay, if you can support each other so that your child's not the only one that's being modest or not going to that party that who knows who's uh, chaperoning, you know, that kind of stuff. So all of that, so if you can get together and help support each other and say, I'm making my kid, you know, turn off the phone at nine o'clock at night, or he can't use this and step in front of us, nothing in the room, whatever your little rules are. And then you make it same as other people to support you so that your child's not the only one, you know, and, and, the, and the brunt of, you know, conversation or um, targeting for uh, having a square, that's an old word, <laughs> mom and dad. Okay, conclusion. The grace you received in the sacrament of marriage is available to you in all of your challenges, and boy, you got some, okay? Prayers before discussion with your child are always recommended, and of course, daily prayers for guidance as you uh, raise your precious children, calling on the Holy Family to help you. Thank you very much. This ends our podcast. And thank you for joining us today. You can find everything we reference and discuss in today's show notes. If you'd like to contact us with a question or comment or anything you wanna share, let us know please send an email to handbookfh1 at gmail.com. Again, that's handbookfh1 at gmail.com. Please subscribe to this podcast. We are available on all major networks such as Spotify, Apple, or Google. If you have a minute, please leave a review. Honest, what you think. We definitely want to know. Share with your friends, family, anyone who is human that you think can benefit from these conversations. Handbook for Humanity is a production of the DeZormo Foundation, a nonprofit whose goal is to support the dignity of life, born and unborn. If you would like to support Handbook for Humanity and our mission to share truthful conversation about the body, spirit, sexuality, and being a better human today, visit desormofoundation.org. That's D-E-S-O-R-M-E-A-U-X foundation.org. To donate, look under Funds column and choose Theology of the Body. Thank you for your prayers and support.